Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Youth Sunday 2022. My name is Jack Martin, and it is my joy and honor to give the sermon for today. If you do not know who I am, I am a 2022 graduate of Grain Valley High School, and I've been a member of Grain Valley Faith United Methodist for six years. I'm also involved, involved in our church's youth sold-out group and church-supported three, Troop 310. I will be attending Iowa State University this fall, studying civil engineering. I leave tomorrow morning to move into my dorm room. Today, I would like to talk about our dreams and paths we imagine ourselves taking. Each of us has had that thought of where we want to do, where we want to go, and how we want things to work out. We have daily agendas on how we want to accomplish and long-term goals that we want to achieve. In life, there are many moments where our paths have obstacles and challenges that lead to new directions. Sometimes, God has a different plan than we envision for ourselves. My biggest dream has always been to play baseball. Since I was eight years old, Eight years old has been my passion. I remember my parents telling me to behave in the Walmart aisles as I practiced pitching. <laughs> I would wake up early and watch all the replays and highlights from previous night's games. I spent many summer and fall nights at the baseball fields, either practicing or playing. I proudly carried around my baseball backpack, which included my gloves, bats, helmets, and cleats. I loved everything about baseball. Going into high school, I wanted to make the baseball team. This was the goal for my whole first semester. I was getting ready for my spring tryouts. Throughout that week, I demonstrated my skills to the coaches. I ran timed 60-yard dashes, fielded ground balls, and pitched and hit in front of the coaches. But my performance was not good enough. I did not make the team. I was devastated, frustrated, and lost. I had no idea what I would do next. I questioned what I would do if I could not play baseball anymore. However, God had a different plan for me. Have you ever had something in your house that reminded you of difficult times or lost dreams? That was my orange baseball backpack. All right. I had to hide that baseball backpack in the back corner of my closet. It brought lots of tears and disappointment to my eyes. It was tough to say goodbye, but just looking at it gave me lots of disappointment. Since this time in my life was very stressful, I had to spend lots of time praying for guidance and searching for a new path for myself. I found myself talking to my mentors and other role models in my church group, scout troop, and music leaders. Today, I want to thank those such as my parents, Mr. Trumbull, Mr. Burkett, Pastor Mike, and Mr. and Mrs. Draper, who helped me discover my new trails. Having those that cared about me and my faith were instrumental in guiding me through this difficult time. The scripture for today tells us of other people in biblical history who have relied on faith in times of uncertainty. We can see this in Hebrews 11:29 through 12:2. Hebrews 11:29 says, "By faith the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell, after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she had welcomed the spies, was not killed by those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have to tell you about Gideon, Barak." Samson and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of the lion, quenched the fury of the flames, and became powerful in battle and foreign enemies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released, so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced years and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning, they were sawed in two, they were killed by the sword. 
They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, mistreated. Their old was not worthy to them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what they had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders the sin that can so easily entangle, and let us run with the perseverance and race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the protector of faith. For the joy set before him, he endures the cross, scorning its shame, set down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. When we look at this very long piece of scripture, there are many examples of people in the Bible following their faith and trusting in what will follow. The beginning of Hebrews chapter 11 starts by repeating the phrase, by faith. As the author references each story, we see how they benefited because of their use in faith. The first example of this is the Israelites fleeing from slavery in Egypt. They had to trust in God as they followed Moses and walked through the Red Sea and wandered into the wilderness. With faith, God brought them to the promised land. Another example of this is when Rahab and her family survived the fall of Jericho. Rahab betrayed Jericho because she felt that she was on the wrong side of this conflict. She also does not refer to God of the Israelites by a generic name or as your God, but as by the divine name of Israel's God, Yahweh. Rahab seemed to have already been convinced that there was something unique, something special about God and therefore decided to take his side. Finally, we can see the strength of David's faith, Daniel's faith, and the lion's den. God has a special plan for Daniel. God has allowed Daniel to become one of the king's administrators. There was just one problem. Daniel followed God's laws, and that was sometimes against the king's laws. Daniel did not stop following God's laws, even though he knew it would get him in trouble or even killed. He needed to be brave and courageous and trust that God would protect him, even when things seemed terrible. While he was in the lion's den, Daniel said, My God knew I was innocent, and he sent an angel to keep the lions from eating me. Daniel's faith in God kept him from being harmed. Others mentioned in this section include Gideon and David, surviving King Saul, Mary and Martha, receiving their brother Lazarus after Jesus raised him from the dead, and Stephen being stoned to death for refusing to deny Jesus. All these stories continue to reiterate that without faith in God, your true path will not be found. Some people can move on with their full trust in God, but many others are hesitant, scared, and discouraged when challenges appear. I'm a very logical person, and I feel that each individual needs their own tools to make them feel safe and prepared for each new adventure. Some tools are ordinary objects, like a pocket knife, mechanical pencil, or a daily planner. Other tools can be more metaphoric, such as guidance from mentors, support from friends, knowledge and faith, and faith in the belief of God. As for my story, I moved on from baseball to try new paths. I decided to embrace this new opportunity in go- that God pr- created for me. First, I attained a job uh, to be a staff member at a Boy Scout Camp Nash in Bonner Springs, Kansas. Working at this camp 
was especially important because it's the first time many Cub Scouts and their parents camped overnight on a scout reservation. The main focus of my job was to teach the basic scout skills in a fun and entertaining way. I also taught scouts leave no trace and took them on nature hikes. Another important role I had was being a skit and song leader, but that was not easy. It was hard to get up and act in front of 250 strangers. But the challenge was rewarding. Seeing the smiles on the scouts' faces at each campfire renewed my love for scouting. As I headed home for the end of the summer, I packed up my camp box, my backpack, and headed home for the summer. This backpack carried everything that I needed for the summer to help me succeed. I was proud of my accomplishments for staying home for five weeks, making new friends, and learning to take on more responsibility. Once I returned home, I became more proactive in my scout troop and acquired more leadership roles. I had more confidence in welcoming and supporting new scouts into the troop. I taught them basic skills and helped them advance in their rank. I spent more time earning merit badges, going on camping trips, and participating in community service. As an assistant senior patrol leader and then eventually senior patrol leader, I was responsible for planning meetings and camping activities for 20 to 35 scouts weekly. Meanwhile, I worked to attain my rank of Eagle Scout. To keep everything together, I had my Boy Scout backpack. This held everything I needed to be prepared for any situation. I also became more involved with our church. I came to many youth Sundays, participated in many service projects, and helped whenever I was asked to do so. While we met on Zoom in the spring of 2020, I had an opportunity to explore my faith differently. I created a seven-hour playlist of music that helped me grow closer to God. Weekly, I presented a song to our youth group and led discussion on our interpretations of that song. While I did not have a physical backpack, my Bible and my music playlist were tools to strengthen my faith in God's plan. Moving on from baseball left me lost and confused, but it helped me discover my own strengths and what I wanted to be. I excelled in my school activities. I gained more leadership roles and took on more responsibilities. In marching band, I became the drum major's assistant. In National Honor Society, I joined the leadership committee. I once again used backpacks for these two activities to carry my tools to keep myself organized. As I prepare for my new journey into college, I have assembled another backpack. It will have a graphing calculator, laptop, and an engineering ruler for class, but it will also need things like a microwave, mini fridge, and comforter to help me adjust to the college life. This new backpack will be a lot heavier than my previous ones. Most people see backpacks as something to transport items. I realized that over the past several years, each of my backpacks defined my interests and my core values. I have found that the backpacks also symbolize my commitment of each activity or path I choose to participate in. With each new challenge in life, I will carry a backpack and have the faith to succeed. Not making the baseball team was difficult. The Israelites fleeing slavery from Egypt was difficult. Rahab trying to do the right thing, even when it was dangerous, was difficult. Gideon fighting possible battles was difficult. But we all succeeded because of the different things we packed in our backpack. And I'm sure we all packed different things, but there's one thing we all made sure to include. As Christians, we want to make sure we include faith in our backpacks. It is our faith that God has planned something better for us, that Jesus endured the worst so that we might have something better. Throughout your life, there will be many times when things are difficult. You might feel afraid or alone, but God promises to always be with you and protect you. This doesn't mean your life will always go smoothly or bad things won't happen, but it does mean that God promises to be with you and use all things, both the good and the bad, for good in your life. 
I am bringing many things to my college, as my parents' car is fully loaded and packed with items to take to my dorm room. In my college backpack, I know I can carry faith and keep it close, right next to my mini-fridge. As I make the transition into my own life, I encourage each of you to always carry faith in your own backpack. Lastly, it is important to remember, as Christians, we do not hide our faith backpack in the closet. All right. Whatever is that troubling reminder for you, bring out your faith and carry it proudly. Use your own faith, whatever other tools you may need, to help you through each challenging journey. With all of this in mind, let us pray. Dear God, I hope everyone goes home today to find their own tools to carry in their backpacks and to carry faith. Whether it is a physical or mental backpack, help them gather everything that they will need in life. These tools will allow us to continue and strengthen our faith in you. Help us to be the people you want us to be. In your name we pray. Amen.